everyone. Welcome back to Pamphlet. I'm Jenna Sanders sitting down here with Ben Barkley. How are you doing today? I'm doing quite well, Jenna. How about you? I'm doing great. Are you ready to get into some sports? Oh, heck yeah. All right. Well, we thought fall sports were over, and we thought wrong because Cross Country had their banquet on Tuesday, and their coaching staff was actually recognized as the best 5A coaches for the boys' side. And then the guy we've been talking about all year long. Nick Nyman. Nick Nyman. beast <laughs> One guy that we all four years have been talking about, all four mm-hmm. years. He was recognized for being on the All-Metro team, which is an incredible accomplishment. And being a senior, it's something that I'm sure he is extremely proud of, ecstatic <laughs> about because, you know, he's going to college. He's looking towards the rest of his life and being able to say that, give that one last hoorah for the cross country team is I think a big, a big step for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we started talking about him, we knew that he was going to be incredible, but we didn't know how incredible, how incredible. he was going to be until this last year. And now look at him <laughs> on the all Metro team, which is something that Huge honor. not a lot of our runners can achieve just because there are so few that get picked, mm-hmm. but Nick Nyman definitely deserved it, and congratulations to him if he's listening here. And also, like we said before, Kelly Rock, best 5A coach for boys. You know, her first year of coaching and her boys win the state championship, which is something that's never happened here in school history. So a big congratulations to her as well. Well, and the entire coaching staff, like, mm-hmm. there, there is so much that goes into cross country, and it's incredible to see how far these people come, how far they progress. It's, it's very, it's a very coach-heavy sport, if you think about it, because mm-hmm. you have to train them, like, you have to think for yourself. It's not one where it can just be like, I'm going to tell you what to do. It's one where it's like, I have to train, have to train you, you to... It's like swim, Mm -hmm. where like swim is a very, you have to be independent. You have to know what you're doing. You have to know how to do it Mm -hmm. on your own. A coach can't tell you what to do in the moment. Mm -hmm. So speaking of swim, (laughs) we're going to jump right into there. Speaking of that, I am on the swim team. Jumping right in. (laughs) (laughs) So we last Saturday went up to North Atlanta for the Lakeside Invitational. There were a lot of teams there. These teams that we faced were 6A, very bit, very large, about like three times the size of us. Mm-hmm. And but they had dive teams. And they had dive teams, <laughs> which doesn't help us out a bit. But we, but we like that challenge. We like challenging ourselves. Like our county, where it's like run through McIntosh, run through mm-hmm. Whitewater, run through all of them. So, so we like having to work for it. So the girls, they, they got first out of all the 6A teams there, which is, which is huge. Because, like we said, all those other teams there had dive teams, which helps us out in the least. <laughs> but the girls still pulled through. They won by actually, I'm pretty sure, a large margin. Don't know the score off the top of my head, but they did really well. Well, and usually the relays is what push us over, mm-hmm. especially relays are the big teams. Double the points, mm-hmm. and they always you got to win the relays to win the meet. And, then, and that's what we're really good at. And we're really good at relays. We actually had two relays that qualified for state at this meet, a boys relay and a girls relay. So congrats to them if they're listening. And then for the boys, we got fifth, but still not bad at all considering the teams. We had freshman Seth Roach qualify for state in the 500 free. And I swam the 500 free freshman year. It's 
it's for the men. It's not an easy swim race to swim. You gotta, you gotta stay mentally. You gotta keep, keep on going when your body tells you to quit. And that goes back to the whole self-trained thing mm-hmm. where swimmers, runners, all those kind of people, they, they're definitely the most impressive ath- athletes to mm-hmm. me because they're just pure athletes. Yeah. It's not, Hey coach, what should I do next? It's, Hey myself, what, what do I do, I do next? And also for state sophomore, Michael Tucker, who is an absolute monster in the pool qualified for state for the 200 IM another hard event to swim. So all congrats to him if he's listening and coming into tomorrow up at Kedron, we have a quad meet against McIntosh, Sandy Creek and Fayette County. Make sure you at least, you know, come out, come out, support us. I know we're swimming's not the most exciting sport to watch. It's not basketball, but we can use the support. Plus like athletes always like, you know, Hey, my parents are there. Hey, my friends there. Hey, you know, this makes me want to push myself to show them I can do this. So, you know, Mm. maybe you'll help someone out if you show up. Maybe if you don't want to go to basketball, you can catch us. Yeah. And you know, basketball will be home a lot more often than Mm -hmm. our swim team. So, you know, you never know. Mm. Speaking of basketball, Mm. Let's go into Varsity Girls a little bit because um, we actually have an interview with Coach Sweeney, and we have a couple other interviews for the boys' team, but um, let's just jump right into that interview with Coach Sweeney right here. 15-2 run in the third quarter. That really broke the game open for you guys. How cool is it to see the outside shot finally falling for you today? So, I, you know, I take my own stats, and I was looking at the five major categories. Allison was filling up the stats on all five. Can you talk to me about her performance? Um, she did exactly what you want a leader to do on the court. Um, I couldn't, I'd be, can't be more proud of her. Um, and that's exactly what she should be doing. Every game, she should be filling up all stats. And so, you know that she's going to give you a good game, you know, 95% of the time. And in the third quarter later in the game, Ashton started hitting a lot of her shots. How good can this team be when both of them are clicking? Um, we, we, can, we can be pretty good, I think, um, and that's the hope, you know, is, is always to be better than last year, so uh, we're going to just keep working on it and hope that we can improve on last season. They threw a lot of man-to-man at you early on in the game, and you guys were getting to the hoop. Was that something you wanted your team to do, knowing that you need to get to the line and get more aggressive, get them in foul trouble? Well, you know, I got to watch them a little bit, so I knew that they overhelped, and I knew that that was what they were going to have to do, that they weren't going to get many outside shots because... You know, as soon as you start, they just they just attack the three point line. So we had to get to them. And um, I know you used Alice Ann on number five in the second in the second quarter, going out throughout the game, and she really shut her down. She had a nice steal, a couple layups. Was that something you wanted to do that really controls their point guard and their nucleus? Um, if you want to know the truth, I didn't tell him to the guard. She wanted her, so she took. Her. So uh, they did that, you know, the thing about McIntosh is they all know somebody. So, you know, they all pick which one they want to guard because they have, you know, they know them. Yes. So. <laughs> she came to you and said she wanted to. Exactly. That's what she said yesterday. I'm going to guard five. And I said, okay. <laughs> and I guess my last question would be, 
Mechtrash came to this game 5-0. You broke their undefeated streak. How good is it to know that your team can really turn it on after a couple of games where you guys were kind of sluggish early? Um, I, it's, it's nice. I, uh, last year, I don't think I did a good job of setting mine up for the um, – tournament you know we, we saw a team that was super aggressive at the end and I don't think we face people like that so my intent this year was to make our, our schedule a little bit harder um, so I'm okay that we're, we're two and four uh, because I think in the end it's going to help us out in the long term. So Varsity got their first big win it was battle of the bubble big time match and girls destroyed them it was 44 to 29 it was a big big time game I think this girls team is is really they could go really far this year. I mean, and I know that we know we say this with every single one of our sports, every single one of our teams. These players do not quit. Like mm-hmm. our basketball players, none of them, boys or girls, they are very, they're very dead set on going as far as they can. Mm-hmm. And I think that really helps them, especially in games like Battle of the Bubble, where it's high stakes, you know. Bragging rights. We're, <laughs> yeah, they're our biggest, you know, they're our biggest competition every Bragging year. They're every year. You know, they're, what, 15 minutes away in a car? Roughly. They're <laughs> They're uh-huh. right there. We have to beat them. Someone has to win that game, and mm-hmm. we want it to be us every single year. And um, I think the girls' basketball team just really showed that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we said earlier, if you don't want to – if you don't want to sit and s- at swim, maybe you want to <laughs> sit tomorrow versus Whitewater um, for the girls or the boys. And, you know, our JV and ninth grade teams, they always need a little love, you yeah. know. Um, they love when people come out and support them. The JV in ninth grade, I know, isn't always like the one that people think of going to watch, mm-hmm. but it's always the one that I find the most interesting because it's, you know, like those scrappy younger players trying to find their way up. Trying to get onto varsity. Mm-hmm. Fighting up the totem ball. Which is always something that we need because mm-hmm. you need hard players. You need people who don't give up. Groom the talent to get up to varsity when they get older. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of JV, both of our JV ta- teams beat McIntosh as well. So, you know, they're Congrats obviously – we're, we're obviously doing a little well <laughs> this season with basketball. So far, got off to a rocky start, but I think mm-hmm. we're finding our way. I think, I, think we got, I think we got a little bit more under our belt, and now we can start now pushing. Now we can really start to play. Do you want to jump right into Varsity Boys, ben? We will jump right into Varsity Boys – Varsity Boys did, like I said, get off to a rocky start. I believe their record right now is two and six. That was because at the tournament, their tournament that they played over Thanksgiving, they were a little rocky, but that was because there was growing pains, new coach, lots of new players. And, you know, I think they showed off what they improved on right here on Tuesday night against McIntosh. They beat them 69 to 49. I, th- I think they found it. They found well, how they have to play in order to win. Which is really impressive to do when you have a brand new coach. Like, um, you know, every single time we have a new coach, it's always how is everything going to gel together? Mm-hmm. How are the players going to react to a new coach, especially veteran players, you know, like Nate Allison. You know, we, got, we have veteran we have players veterans. on this team. And – you know, every time there's a new coach, there's a little bit of growing pain. But Which I th- was show. <laughs> I th- yeah, <laughs> a little bit. But I think now the team has really gelled together. I think now they've really gelled with the coach. I think they have maybe, hopefully, <laughs> found their way and can push forward. Mm-hmm. Going into some players here, Jermaine Mann is just 
an absolute monster. So far in the season, he's averaging 18 points a game, four boards, excuse me, eight boards, two assists and a steal. I mean, he's just, he's a monster. Uh, I got to tell you, got to see him live to believe it. Um, and <clears throat> you have to keep in mind, like, he's a junior, right? Correct. So he'll be here next year. He will. This is Which not is the last we are seeing of, no. well, this may be the last. I'll be watching him as much, but this is not the last time you will be seeing no. him. He, I think he can only improve. The only way to go is up. Mm-hmm. Which I think this team is definitely, definitely seeing. They, they found a way. They're going to start winning a lot now. So going into a couple interviews that we actually have for Varsity Boys. So Editor-in-Chief Riley Stapleton and then writer from the Fayette County News, Jalen Thompson, actually caught up with Coach Gibbons after the win against McIntosh, and here's the interview. So just, you know, like we've been talking about it going into this game, you have that 1-6 and six record, but we know that that didn't define this team. You came in here, beat McIntosh by 20. What did you see from the team tonight? I thought we were a little slow in the first half. I, I thought we played – I thought we played a little too relaxed. Uh, I talked about confidence. I thought we bordered on, I don't want to use the word arrogance, that might not be the right word, but I just thought that we totally didn't come out with the same mentality we did on Friday night against Sandy Creek. Uh, last week against East Calvita the same way. Um, and so we, we, we kind of had to have a coming to Jesus there at, uh, at halftime, uh, come back out and pick it up a little bit. But uh, sometimes when you're going through some new stuff with new guys, uh, sometimes confidence, can go that way. We have to make sure we manage that as coaches. Uh, but in the second half, I was pleased. I thought in the second half, that's how we're supposed to look. Brandon Allison came up with seven big points when you needed it in the second half. That kind of helped start the, the train running on the tracks and helped pull away. Well, we're, we're looking for some energy. Brandon's a, a young player. He's going to be a good basketball player. Uh, he had his best practice of the season yesterday. And so we told him after practice that if you practice that way, you're going to play well in games. And I challenge everybody every day to, to, to give me what they got in practice. Don't wait till Friday night to show me what you can do. Yeah. Show it to me during the week when we have practice, and I'll feel more confident in you on Friday night for the games. And so that's what Brandon did yesterday, and he had a great run out there. I mean, I was really proud of him. Can you talk to me about the big duo of Jermaine and Nate and how they play tonight? Uh, I, I, first of all, I thought Nate was great. First of all, Nate House is a really good basketball player. I, listen, I think Nate, he got a steal. He's a really good basketball player. He rebounds it at a high level. He finishes around the basket at a high level. Uh, and so I, I, I was very pleased with that. I thought I thought Mann played a good game. I thought he's a little indecisive because we had him doing some different things tonight. We really had him up on the floor, the, on the top of the floor, uh, where he had to make some decisions with the basketball. And so they got him in the zone, and it's not as smooth sometimes. Uh, but that's what that's what you call growth. We're gonna make our guys kind of get out of their comfort zones right now because it'll pay off later in the year. So I thought you saw a little bit of hesitation, but then again, you saw him make two or three plays where you just like yeah, that's a big time play because he got a chance to be a really really good basketball player close to all said. And I know, like I said, early on, the shots kind of weren't falling, but what would you, what you say at halftime if you care to share to your team and give them the rally? Well, offensively, I tell guys keep shooting, man. I, I don't I don't come here because a guy missed some shots and say, oh, man, you don't shoot. No, that's, that's going to break their confidence. I tell guys to keep shooting. What I did tell them is we better defend with some more energy. That, that, that was the main part of it. That was the main part of making sure we defended more energy. Offensively, listen, man, shots are going to fall. Some nights they fall, some nights they don't. But like we told them, be a part of this program, energy is mandatory. That, that's mandatory to put the jersey on every night. And so that's what we kind of talked to them about at halftime. And then going back to a couple players that we have both mentioned today, so Jermaine Mann and then uh, Nate Allison, you know, those are two players that I think we're going to be looking towards this year. Mm-hmm. With Nate, you know, he has had a lot of injuries in the past, mm-hmm. but – 
he is just like Jermaine, very valuable to this team leadership-wise, performance-wise, so far he's averaging 11 points a game, 10 boards a game. He's averaging a double-double a game, which is stellar for him. He is very valuable to this team. And, you know, being a veteran player, it's always important for him to be the leader, to show them the way, especially when you have a new coach. So um, we had Riley and Jalen once again talking to uh, those two, and here's that interview. So, Jermaine, this is, this is your first battle of the bubble series. McIntosh is a tough opponent. What did you see out there offense, defensively so that it allowed you to attack more? Um, I've seen they was in the middle open a lot, so I passed the ball to Nate. And they are and their top guy was cheated over it, so I passed the back the ball back up to the point guard Daryl. And the corner guy was always open and that little press that little half curve set there. So we just took our time and been patient with the ball and the open open shots came up. So Nate, I wanna to talk to you. Your brother came in and scored seven huge points. What were you thinking about his game? I thought he did great and he had a great practice yesterday. Uh, so it wasn't a surprise he came out and played well. And then just for you, you know, you've been playing this game a while and then get a big twenty point win tonight, what did that mean to you? Uh, it feels great. I mean, beating McIntosh so was great. So uh, it's always a good feeling. We played well as a team, so it's good. And for both of you guys, when you guys are in the, the two-three zone, you guys have to be at the few at the top, and then you're, you're the backside support. What do you guys work on in practice to be able to run it so efficiently tonight against McIntosh? We just go over it every day in practice. Reps. Uh, yeah, reps, run it through offense, defense. Do uh, run. Yeah. <laughs> And um, Coach Charlotte, he said he had to really get on you guys. You guys had a come to Jesus moment at halftime. What did he tell you guys in, in the locker room to get more aggressive? Are we allowed to say what he said? Um, <laughs> I mean, if you want to. Uh, uh, he was saying we need our motor up and our energy up. And he was really saying Nate was doing it all and we need to pack Nate up. And he was. He, was, he came out scoring the ball first half. He, he, really put it on, he really put us on his back and, you know, Way. His army commit, you know, going D1. Mm -hmm. So he just told me these days I need to work on my motor, need to, need to come out and help Nate. That's what I did, came out and helped Nate, so we get this 20 point win. How can a big win like this set the tone for the rest of the region games? Starts out with our first quarter, come out first quarter, and we come out fast and strong. Fast and strong. It set the tone for the rest of the game. and. The crowd was kind of behind us, and just the energy was good in here. And every other team in our region, they just they really came. Nobody can guard it. just said this time, so we should be straight. So this region, we should be straight. All right, and don't forget, all of our teams, I believe, play against Whitewater tomorrow night. Yep. Varsity girls at 7, varsity boys at 8.30. And do you have anything else to add, Jim? Make sure you come out and support the sports because they need it. They mm -hmm. That's what they thrive off of. And I think every single time that we're out there supporting them, especially when, you know, like one of us is writing about it, one of us is, you know, like, hey, we saw this happen. Like, what happened there? You know, we noticed things about the game. I think mm -hmm. they really appreciate it, and it really helps them pre perform the, their best. Especially the swim team. <laughs> swim team really – Really would love to see some people coming out. We had um, Coach Huggins actually say that on a Coach's Corner that I did with her. Put that up if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's it's uh, Ben Barkley gets a name drop in there. <laughs> so, um, you know, just make sure you come out and support all of your sports. And thank you guys for listening.